Suncast is brought to you by SunGrow, providing clean power for all. Suncast is also brought to you by Trina Solar. All right, we are going live again. Here we are in the podcast lounge for the last time. We are recording the roundup episode, day four of Solar Power International 2019, live from the podcast lounge, sponsored by Radiant Reed and Suncast Media. We are going to bring you the final, the, the last show of this fantastic uh, opportunity that we had to bring this new medium to life on the show floor. We've been streaming it at podcastlounge.live. If you haven't had a chance to check that out and you're listening to this in uh, episode format on Suncast or maybe on Solar Coaster Radio, we are so grateful for your patronage. I'm Nico Johnson, host and creator of Suncast, and I'm joined today by Solar Coaster Radio and PV Magazine USA, as we have in the last three days, to bring you a summary of the, tro- of the show and give our take on what we saw on the show floor and uh, hopefully leave you with a little bit better understanding of what it's like to be at Solar Power International or what you may have missed. Josh Porter, thank you for being here. Oh, man. Aloha to everyone out there. Thanks so much, Nico, for putting together this great uh, project experience uh, happening. Mm-hmm. It was a really cool thing, and I think that uh, it added a tremendous amount to uh, to Solar Power International, North America Smart Energy Week 2019. Indeed. John Weaver. Yeah, I really did like getting on the mic and speaking with people in a different format. You know, PV Magazine, we get to write. We get to write mm-hmm. about data. We get to write about things. But here... You see a real human being in front of you. You get some good color on what's going on. Yep. And so I really enjoyed this a lot. So thanks for putting it together, Nico. Thanks we're, for inviting me gonna, on as well. We're going to create a whole bunch of podcast junkies, brother. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Jason Vericard, Solar Coaster. Aloha again. Yep. Um, reiterating what everybody said, you know, mm-hmm. thank you for putting this together. It's been an amazing experience. The whole show was really tremendous. I don't feel quite as wiped devoted as all of you seem to be. <laughs> but but uh, I mean, there's just so much, to, too much to see. Too much to see. Well, it's been a fantastic show. If you're, if you're hearing in the background any sharp noises, it's because everything around us is coming down. The show is over officially. All the booths except for this one are being broken down. And uh, we are going to break it down in a quite different way. We're going to break down all the ways that we were impressed and moved and inspired this week. You guys from Solar Coaster were all over the place doing uh, your social media impressions and getting on, on the show floor live interviews, which was fantastic. You did the electric drive-alongs. John, you guys had your quality roundtable. You were also all over the floor scouring for innovations. And uh, we look forward to the next 20, 30 minutes or so. We're just going to dig into it. But before we do that, I just want to give another uh, warm Thank you and sense of deep gratitude to our sponsors for this Smart Energy Week experiment that we called the Podcast Lounge. We'll start with Shoals Technologies Group. Thank you, Ben Macias and Dean Solon for helping bring this to the forefront. Thank you, PV Magazine Group, who took over the entire booth today on Thursday and uh, helped lead the discussions. No doubt some of you have already, will have already heard the interviews that were led by Christian and John and Erica and the, solar, the PV Magazine team. Thank you to EDF and the EDF Renewable Energy team and Christine. You guys were so grateful. We're so grateful that you came alongside us to sponsor some of the thought leadership sessions. Dynapower Company also sponsoring the, uh, the end of day sessions each day with the American Made Solar Prize. 
which was such a really neat addition to the trade show. Clean Capital, John Powers and company and Carly over there helping out not only with the content, doing an experts only episode, but being session sponsors as well, bringing additional thought leadership to the podcast lounge. Last but not least, thanks to Radiant Reet, our three-day podcast lounge sponsor. So grateful for the Antenna Group and Jim Spano and Spano Partners for all their work helping make this a reality for us. All right. That being said, let's jump right into it. And I'd like to start with Best of Show. And nobody had a better view of the the of Best of Show uh, celebration than the Solar Coaster. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was something that really kind of took us by surprise. Of course, REC is a spectacular company. Uh, they're known for uh, being headquartered in Singapore. They have complete vertical integration, complete control, QC over their panels. Uh, and we wanted to, you know, st- get in there and do an interview, do one of our long format interviews with, mm-hmm. I think it was Carrie uh, Hayes, Hayes yep. uh, president of the America uh, group. And then, so it was great to be able to sit down with him. Jay put this together last minute, last night. We got in there around 10 or 11 with them, sat down, had a conversation. Now, this booth is, <clears throat> never quite seen a booth like this. Been to a lot of trade shows in my life, my life here, gentlemen. And I'll tell you, this booth was something like a 20-foot tall video wall. And if that wasn't enough... 20 feet of uh, a video floor, I guess you call it, like a dance floor almost. Yeah, it was amazing. And just video of everything, like like the International Space Station, all these kind of ambitious, uh, you know, wonderful uh, kind of images. We got a chance to do an interview with uh, Carrie there. And then, you know, we learned all about that Alpha series, that 380 watt module and the innovations that I'm sure uh, Mr. Weaver over here can pick and can tell us every little fine, wonderful detail <laughs> that you see the head on this guy, man. He really knows what he's doing. He's got a, quite a mind <laughs> for PV. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a lot of room for that mind. <laughs> so, uh, but we learned all about that. You know, we talked a little bit about the future of what REC is moving forward with. And then in the middle of that interview, as we were so kind of chuffed about this wonderful location interview we were doing with REC, uh, along comes uh, the uh, the award for the best booth, and we uh, were able to record that as well. And uh, and they they accepted that award right there on that show, so that was a cool experience. Yeah, they won best of show, and they absolutely deserved it. It was so impressive. I heard a lot of the uh, the staff there talking that you re- you really have to not pay attention to it because if you sit there and watch it while you're standing there, you'll get vertigo and fall over. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's a powerful booth. <laughs> Well, I, I really enjoy the technology that they're putting out there. Um, I, you know, first off, the booth was really cool. You walk by and it's like an ocean or it's just something weird. You get lost into it. But for me, you see the two Alpha Series modules, one on either side. And, and absolutely, every single detail about that product excites me. It's a hetero junction. I, I wrote an article on this for PV Magazine saying hetero junction will be the revolution for modules because right now we think silicon's going to start maxing out soon. Well, there are people who are thinking about this professionally and very hard. Um, Meyer Berger, they're one of the most advanced solar panel machine makers in globally. They've made this very unique new system for, for this company, for uh, REC. And as you said, REC has some of the best tracking of their equipment. They, they track the individual silicon ingots as they come out. And then they track the wafers. And then they track the cells. And then they track the modules. So at every level, if something occurs... They know what's going on. Now they're throwing on arguably one of the most advanced technologies on solar modules. That might be the thing that drives us to above 30% efficiency. And it's just exciting. I'm glad that they had this great booth because it shows off their product more so. And I want to influence everybody to start considering this heterojunction technology because it's what's going to take us to the next bump. It's what's going to 
be a huge price change, a new, a huge shift in how we do things. And, uh, you know, all these arguments that we hear from the, from the naysayers, from the deniers saying, ah, solar is not efficient enough. Well, you're wrong. And, <laughs> and, 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 and we are correct. And uh, I'll see you in the rear view mirror if that's going to be your <laughs> attitude. So, nice. man, visit REC. Check out that product. It's beautiful. Really spectacular to see how they've taken, I mean, and, and Carrie spoke to this point, we've, we've taken that, uh, that Twin Peaks technology and some of the half-cut cell advances that uh, REC played a major role in innovating over the last five, six years or so, or whenever that time period was, and then bringing in Meyer Burger. You mentioned Meyer Burger and their smart wire technology and a couple of other key uh, you know, uh, machining capabilities, and now leapfrogging the, you know, the, the monos the models, out there yeah. and, and HJTs probably leading the way uh, future forward. And we did talk. We said, hey, okay, well, what's what's next? I don't want to trump the uh, the interview, but, but it, uh, you know, of course we had to say, you got a, a 380 and uh, what's coming on? Well, commercial, we got a 450. And then we said, well, you know, are you doing any bifaciality here? And he's like, could you get yourself a 10, 10% bump and go to 495 and maybe peak out over five? Could you do that? Could we get a 500 watt panel at REC? And he smiled in a way that it said, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Absolutely fantastic. I, I we neglected to mention was how he talked about the quality of REC products as well. They have that for totally integrated factory. It's literally sand comes in one side, get the silicon, make the ingots, do everything, wires, laminates, <laughs> make the frame, and the panels come out the other side. It's one long chain of three factories, I think he said. But well, what did he call it? The Willy Wonka factory. The Willy Wonka factory of solar. And he said he has It's a totally clean room facility, so they literally have a whole bunch of guys <laughs> all, all yeah. running around in and clean room suits. He, I think he said it's a sand-to-cell technology, right? Yeah. yeah. Sand yeah. To cell. In, the, in the Wonka factory. Oompa Loompas with PhDs that make solar panels. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> I, thought, I thought all Oompa Loompas had a PhD anyway. Oh, Probably. It's a requirement. It's a prerequisite. Was it? Yeah, yeah sounds like it. Otherwise, you can't touch golden foil. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, wow, that was good. All right, so it's uh, we could geek out on tech all day, and uh, I know for sure that the three of you have gone deep on the in in terms of your evaluation of where uh, of where the industry is going. I'd love to hear your perspective. The show itself continues to expand. It's now uh, North America Smart Energy Week. We are sitting in the hydrogen ballroom. Just on the other side of this ballroom is uh, energy storage. Um, you took a EV right along. Where? How do you feel about the expansion of the show? It, it has always been solar. It's been really successful as a solar show. What, was, what do you feel like, generally speaking, because you were interacting with a bunch of people, how do you feel it was received that this show is growing beyond solar? Oh, this this show is much more than solar, and the solar coaster itself is is way more than than solar as well. Um, it's almost too large. We're literally having the conversation of needing a second team to cover what we need to cover because there's so many people out here doing fantastic work, great products, really neat, interesting innovations, and you cannot see it all. You know what occurs to me? It's it's when you that's a hundred percent true. We, you know, we wanted to do a bunch of hydrogen today and we ended up not, you know, just kind of picking up from the things we missed throughout right. the week. But, uh, you know, the, the thing that occurs to me is that as it diversifies, as it grows and we start to see technology look, you know, like electric vehicles. OK, that's a that's that's a certain use that's very exciting. And you start to see, uh, you know, uh, smart controls like, uh, you know, Span and Lumen and Pantech Design and 
all these things happening where you're you're starting to get acquainted with your devices, with your usage, with your 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 shedding of production and loads to balance things out. So now it's getting it's getting outside of just simple generation mm-hmm. and just simple storage. Simple storage. What's yeah, that, right? right? But <laughs> it get, getting out, moving into all these devices that are exciting. So in my view, when I saw all of this diversification, I said, you know what? People are going to become more and more interested outside of the industry. I mean, PV is enough for you and I to sit down and talk about and geek out and have a good time. But PV might not interest you know the the, the bulk of the folks you know in yeah. our society but they certainly like evs they definitely like to see the uh the tesla x do the uh christmas celebration thing. there was that <laughs> we, we, they, we we brought a big crowd for that they but, like the soleil uh, virtual power plants where you can get you know and e- there's people are able to rent a home and not have to be a super rich person but they can get access right. to eco links and be able to you know green their lives and move towards you know eco consciousness i mean that's broadening the interest and the acceptance and the embracement and the embracing of this Yep. The energy storage game is really what's taking solar from being a cool technology to being the power grid. Yep. And, and that's really what's going to occur. You know, as PV Magazine writes about uh, all these utility scale projects, what we hear is that every project has energy storage if you're going to be bidding into the utility scale market. Uh, we've written about an energy sage report that said 74% of residential users strongly considered wanted energy storage at home with yeah. their solar system. And this lines up, you know, 15% of American homes have generators. These generators sit there and do nothing. Now we're going to put a battery in a solar and that's going to save them money and then protect them during those key moments. So the energy storage piece, the products like Lumen and Span, these things are really broadening the solar industry and it's making it the energy industry. And pretty soon, this is not going to be Solar Power International. This is just going to be Energy International because right. we're going to run the grid. And that's the way it's happening. No, I, I mean, Julia I, and, and Abby already said, you know, this is the energy show. It's the largest it's in the, the nation. Largest what in I was the nation. Told. Yeah. It's the largest energy related show in the nation. Yeah. So that's, that's not going to stop. I mean, you know, I visited Solar Edge uh, yesterday. And first off, what does Solar Edge do? They make residential inverters. You know what? They used to make residential right. inverters. Now they make utility scale inverters. They make CNI inverters. They make energy storage. You know what? I got to see their virtual reality tour. Put on a little mask, walk around these little tables where they had cities set up. No way. It was the neatest oh, thing. And, uh, and they, they're planning on running microgrids. And they're planning on having a whole little city that's just completely managed. And they have energy storage. They have managing your house. They have charging your car mm. and of course they have solar and they're tying it together in a nice little ecosystem that mm. works and they showed it in such a beautiful manner so first off uh them being able to display this technology to me in such a a virtual in this virtual reality technology i can't get that online i can't find that via you know some some press releases you're not gonna get that on youtube yeah it was it was really <laughs> it impressive work. to walk in there and see what they're doing so i just, you know first off that's great for the show to have that here and then the the breadth of technology that's coming together and what we're doing so it's it's really great to watch yeah i'd agree wholeheartedly i mean really the, the show is about the intelligence it's about managing energy it's not just about storing energy it's about being able to change your change the use pattern of your house but not changing your lifestyle i mean if you look at the um the party at soleil the lofts uh sonan announcing its 
first virtual power plant, probably the first of its kind in the United States. I think it's the first, what they wanted to say, that it's not the first virtual power plant, but the first virtual power plant that was constructed um, from the ground up, purpose-built. 600 units, uh, 12.6 megawatt hours of Ecolinx 20s uh, in rental apartments that are super... Uh, you know, snazzy. I mean, mm. really nice apartments that anyone would be stoked to live in. And you, you know, think of that. There could be a young person that comes in and says, "Oh, I want to rent one of those apartments. I want to. I want to not. You know, I want. I don't want to contribute GHGs. I want to uh, save a little bit of money on my electric bill. I want to live in a cool place, right? That's that's a, a young person that gets to participate in the. This is like democratization of energy, man. This is some yeah. really cool stuff, right? People are going to be able to live this and, and and understand it and work with it. They are charge points there, charging uh, electric vehicles. They had everything, you know. So. And, and the fact that that kind of thing is going in now today, it makes me, it, I feel like encouraged to think that, okay, well, what other projects are on the horizon? Are we going to see more virtual power planting? Are we going to see more storage as a standard thing in development? I mean, in California right now, we're seeing you can't build a house without putting solar on it, right? Mm -hmm. So is it going to be you can't put a house without putting solar and storage in it? I mean, that may, who knows, right? So it's an exciting kind of uh, future for sure. You know, I, I visited Clean Coalition and uh, they're a Southern California-based group and uh, what they're doing with a lot of their projects, they're, they're working on a community level. They're not even looking at your house. They're looking at the city because in California, they have these fire shutdowns that are powering down the grid because they, they start fires occasionally. And so what they're doing, they're going into, say, North Bay community, and they're looking at strategic places to put in special interconnection equipment where you can then deploy energy backup for when the grid shuts down and so that the city stays up. Because there's one power line going into this one city, Calistoga, and that's the only power line. And the city is surrounded by literally a red map. And I'm mm. showing it to the guys here in the booth. And this red map is defined as the fire safety warning area. Wow. And there is one power line that comes to this whole city. And when the, if that gets shut down, you have people with no electricity. I mean, and it's not just an inconvenience for you know, ah, I can't play video games now. These are, there's people with medical issues, there's food safety, there's children, babies, you know, you got to manage society. And now solar plus storage is the safety tool. It's not just the cool, warm and fuzzy, gonna save the world. We're keeping people alive because I mean, of what know, we're doing. Just to jump, to jump off that exact comment, about a month ago, two months ago, maybe in Maui, we had a brush fire that was, I think, between about 10,000 acres, okay? It's a big chunk of land in the valley. And uh, Maui Brewing Company uh, has about 1.2 megs of solar. They've got about three megawatt hours of Tesla power packs. They get a whole bunch of other really cool technologies. And when that went off, South Maui actually got shut down. You couldn't get out of South Maui. And the, and, and, the, and the fire crews and the helicopters were out there trying to put this out. I was trying to get my wife and my daughter uh, to the airport because they were going on a trip. Uh, I literally could not get out of South Maui. Where wow. did we go? We went to Maui Brewing Company. I, I, I pinged my friends over there, and I was like, hey, guys, I'm coming over. Why? Because I know they got three megawatt hours of storage. And that thing was literally designed. Part of their conversation with the utility was to provide a, uh, a almost like a community center mm -hmm. in the case of outages. So while people were saying, oh, let's go to the school. It's, it's got a generator. I'm like, I'm going to Maui Brewing Company. We right. started to have a couple of uh, beers in the tasting room. I brought my dogs in, my two Goldens. They were sitting right mm -hmm. there at the tasting room. They were all cool. <laughs> that is what – just what you just described. You know, organizations can have their own – grids and then mm -hmm. when stuff goes down they can kind of fire up and help help the community that's that speaks of the evolution of solar so much I, it's you know we're far beyond just some panels on a roof now we're, we are the power grid we're building the power grid starting at your house and just going outwards and it's not going to stop 
I love how this conversation has evolved to so much more than just solar power international. I mean, we're really philosophizing right now on how where the industry is going, and it's all fueled by the energetic uh, rise that we have from this week, from being here all together. Uh, you know, you get a chance in one location to not only see all the cool technology that's coming out and uh, and that is that is transforming the way that we bring energy and stability and resilience to communities, but we get to put a face with a name. In many cases, uh, I, you know, I was over at the uh, one of the module manufacturers' booth, and the guy who's the VP there, um, just the sort of stories about how SPI works. He had sold 350 megawatts, literally from text messages and emails, and he just after two years met them here for the first time hmm. to at SPI. Right? I mean, first of all, it's amazing that in this day and age, right, 350 megawatts of, of panels can be transacted over email and text messages. He, he, he said he'd only had about maybe five or six phone calls to these guys. He'd never seen them in person, never done a Zoom call. <laughs> uh, so uh, I love SPI for that reason because uh, we, um, we get to see, as you said before, touch and feel, really get your hands uh, dirty and, and be able to wrap your mind around where this industry is going in a way that allows you to also do, see point and counterpoint, right? As you, as you mentioned, Luma, Lumen and Span. Uh, similar products, competing spaces, yeah, playing so ping amazing. pong together, right? So amazing watching them play ping pong together. You know, what also is interesting is when you, you see that kind of technology and you go, I think there's something here. Mm-hmm. And then you see the big, the big fish kind of floating around going, and, and, the, and they're talking to them and that, that ecosystem of what is SPI, mm. right? You know, the, they're going out and they're looking and you can see they're very interested in that technology, yep. how that's going to play a role in these, you know, billion dollar, you know, renewable energy juggernauts. They're yep. saying, wow, this special thing is happening in this particular little booth here. We get it. And then that's, that's just a time, man. When you see that going on, it validates your kind of suspicions. I think that's special. And then the income, the big guys. And yeah. You go, you've ah. got the spidey sense for that. It's actually really funny to watch. <laughs> Josh just kind of like, he's not even paying attention. He just kind of veers in a direction. It's like, it's like oh, a that's water. The what that's what call it, rod for <laughs> you know, speaking of meeting people today, um, I met Nick Ostav. He's uh, he's a salesman with Ontility. And he and I have been chatting via email to buy modules and different things back and forth. He, he cold called me a long time ago. He knows I build and he's just, you know, he's trying to pitch the modules. And today we shook hands for the first time. So first off, it was just great to meet the human yeah. being that mm. I talk with. And it's like, oh, that's what you look like. Yeah. Cool. And, yeah. but we start chatting about different projects and I'm telling him about one of the projects he's bid some modules into that I might've closed a deal today, which makes me feel really Ooh. happy. I'm going to go drink a beer. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, we're chatting about the modules and uh, the in- initial offer he gave us modules. It just didn't fit. The modules were too low wattage. I told him what the contractor wanted. He goes, oh, well, I just got modules that are 10 watts higher than what your contractor wants. I said, well, let me make a phone call. And literally, I picked up the phone in front of him, called the contractor. I said, he has 395 watt. You had 385. The original order was 355 do you want 395? He goes, yeah, send it to me right now. It's exactly what I want. Yeah, that's and good. right there, wow. it's just that, that flow when you shake that hand, when you're there with the people, when you're there with the experts, the people yeah. who really know stuff, it, things happen fast when you're a human <laughs> being communicating there. And, and, and that moment for me, it was like, oh, this, this is totally worth one, a, a $600 ticket, whatever the ticket yeah. is to get in. It's like that right there made it worth it because now I'm going to fit more wattage on this roof because this guy and I had a, a random sideways conversation. And yeah. that felt good. I was really happy with that moment. You bring up something that's actually really important about the nature of these trade shows. A lot of folks think we're just going, uh, there's just for the you know, folks that are there for the parties and 
to get uh, a sense of what the next modules the are. The parties are pretty good, though. They are pretty good, no, <laughs> no doubt. But, um, you know, I remember early on being uh, flabbergasted, just sort of floored, surprised at the volume of transactions that take place at these trade shows. And th- there are countless companies that waste their money coming here. And there are very strategic companies that come and sell out. Uh, they, they sell millions of dollars worth of product. They line up uh, deals. They line up projects. The number of projects in this week that got financed and we, don't even, and we won't know anything about for right. three or four months, mm-hmm. six months, uh, is, un, is, you know, is untold. But I know, for, you know, I know for a fact, having talked to, I just talked to a developer. It's a long, old, longtime friend of mine who at this show lined up three investors that I had introduced him to last year who weren't interested, came back this year, different, uh, slightly different thesis for the project and uh, slightly larger, better interconnect. And he lined up a 300 megawatt project wow. here at the trade show floor, right? With, with investors who said no a year ago. So the persistence, but the ability to be able to see face-to-face, to, uh, to establish that trust, um, you know, that's, that's, what the, that's the essence of what the show can bring. Yeah, the, the human-to-human communication. It's just there's so much that's lost when you're on the phone. Even And the phone's a great way. Email's a great way. But mm-hmm. just sitting among a crowd and you're all kind of chitter-chattering, there's always little pieces of data that move things forward. And that's, that, was, that was pretty good. Like, you know, I, I was on the quality roundtable. Mm-hmm. We got to talk about things catching on fire. And the, the part that most impressed me about the quality roundtable, you know, Christian Roseland, the, who's the editor of PV Magazine USA, he spent like six hours in this room hosting experts. And the experts, you think, they're all up on the stage. You see these four people, they got their suits on, they're smart, and they start making their comments. And then I see people, PhDs in the crowd, stand up and be like, well, you know, I've been doing this for 20 years, and the company that I'm with, and it's like, oh, wow, where'd you come from? I, <laughs> you know, I was expecting the experts on the stage, and it turned out that the guy sitting next to me at the table actually is one of the foremost yeah. global wow. experts in wow. this or that. And I, that's, the, you know, the quality roundtable is great, the discussions, the things we learned, the pushback, but how the visitors to the quality roundtable contributed to it, just, it caught me. And I was like, again, it's the human thing that's going on here. And, and it's, I'm almost sad to be leaving because yeah. I met new friends. Yeah. I shook new hands. And I'm not going to see these great people oh, for like man. six yeah. months or a year. Yeah. It'll be a little you sad. Can, you can be in a space here where everybody understands what you're talking about. And that, I find that thing, that's, that's the most frustrating when I'm back in where, wherever I end up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, you, can't, you can't have those conversations until we get to show on Friday. Well, you yeah. know, <laughs> I, we, just to, to add to that, I think that, yeah, there's a tremendous amount of business happening. There is, uh, there's camaraderie. There's learning. There's an incubation of ideas. There's forming of partnerships. There's probably some M&A activity happening, right? Certainly scouting. Jay and I got, got out of here last night. We jumped on a couple of those, uh, that little lot, that little unicorn, lime. the lime yeah. or the, the spin or the, you know, those guys. We, we boogied on off to the um, uh, Mosaic Soiree and Mosaic is an amazing organization with Billy Parrish at the helm and a bunch of good friends, David Rosinski. And, uh, and, you know, and, and we sat there. And the reason I bring this up is, of course, let me tell you, this party was great and the food was spectacular. The drinks were awesome. Okay, get that out of the way. <laughs> but we're sitting there and Jay and I really didn't do a lot of moving. We were pretty tired, okay? And we met like four or five people and each person was more amazing than the next. Mm. We, had a, we met a fellow, and I'm, I'm not going to remember all the names, but we met a fellow with a company, I think it was called Solar Holler. Out of, uh, I want to say, West Virginia. (laughs) And he was- down in the holler? Yeah. He's like 70% of all solar business, if I'm not mistaken. Correct me here, Jay. Uh, And he's he's just guy's a maverick. 
and he uh, is 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 putting solar on um, on on coal miners' homes. And he's bringing that language, and he's bringing uh, 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 he's bringing oh, employment, wow. and he's doing amazing things. That's one fella, right? Huh. And then right after that, I'm talking to a guy that has created a That's new uh, penetration mechanism for slate roofs, and he's telling me, "Well, how many slate roofs there are across the country?" And I'm like, "Wow, I got a slate roof that I don't know what to do with right now." Yeah, you know. And then right after that, we're talking to CD uh, Green Tech and yeah. about uh, their new ensemble product, which not to confuse with N Phase ensemble, ensemble. Yeah, both that's be equally later. amazing, two <laughs> totally different things. Yeah, but the ensemble financing mechanism and that's spectacular and that's partnership with mosaic and then they're they're basically able to you know um alleviate the cash flow problems of solar installers which is a huge thing yeah. just, that was that was the space of like an hour and a half you know it's like one inspiring conversation and there were more <laughs> i mean and i'm just you know, going what, what's next somebody telling me they're building a rocket ship i mean it's uh, like uh, uh. it was crazy solar powered rocket ship solar powered yeah. rocket ship that's that's <laughs> musk's gonna pop out of there well this show is always a uh it's drinking from a high, fire hydrant right and it's uh and it can be overwhelming both in scope and um and in size and one of the things that uh that seems to never stop growing as well as the education track i felt like even in this little ballroom everywhere you look there's a stage right we got a stage there's a stage in the right. community center right here there's a big stage on the back side um you know, one of the things, if I had an ask of sets is, uh, it, it would be really, there's, it doesn't seem like there's a way to repurpose that content. And a lot of folks uh, walk around the show. And I mean, think about if your only opportunity to present is on the one little stage in the community stage, and there's no really re real way it's not being recorded like the podcast lounge is. There's no real way to repurpose that content. I think that in an ever, in an increasingly digital visual, visual video driven world, um, there's a, there's some uh there's something left on the table there for sets to be able to take that content to the next level and uh if i hadn't asked that's what i would put on the table for sets i'm i'm curious what how you guys feel about what could what could the show be doing better so that's that, that right there that is an excellent work. recommendation we did a show last year uh live on the, on one of the stages the trainer stage i think and and that was fantastic but um and there are ticketed sessions right there's actually pay to to enter sessions but the majority of this content is free to attendees mm -hmm. and if you have um access to it i mean that's what the app should be doing mm -hmm. in my mind that this the, the spi app uh, should definitely be packaging that content for you and you can get it after the fact you've paid for your ticket or if there was some central like d database or repository, and you could just take your mobile phone and you could record what's happening there, yeah. then that would allow you know quickly to be able to get you know it might not be crowdsource it, yeah. yeah. I mean you know it because then you, you you're going to have access to it, and you're going to be able to share that you know so that could be that could be a nice uh, asset to have. I've actually attended conferences before that they do put presentation papers up, video and audio, and as a PV Magazine USA author. I, you know, I don't have the time to write about every interview. You know, I did about 10 interviews with different companies over the yeah. last day and a half, two days. Got 10, 20 pages of notes, lots of information. It's going to take me months to get it out. But these other things that occurred that I just didn't, I, I just couldn't get to. I mean, there's so much going on. I need to go access that information and deliver it to the readers because yeah. they need the education. That's, yep. we, we got to keep pushing it. That's and our job. I've had that before. And it's a great tool. So I, you know, that's a great suggestion you got there, Nico. I'd, I'd back that. I'd, I'd, and I'd make use of it so yeah. that it doesn't get wasted mm. because that's a lot of, I mean, we're just pouring knowledge out. Yeah. So many of us, we know so many things and we got to get it out to everybody. Fantastic. Well, I think that we'll, you know, there's probably some stuff that we can do to help uh, as, a, as a community to bring that to fruition as well. But yeah, this is our call out to sets. Let's see. Uh, let's think, really think <laughs> about how to make 2020 
uh, show where there's not there's not a whole lot of FOMO, right? Like you can actually, I mean, you know, there, it's, it's impossible to catch everything. Mm. Um, but things happen concurrently. We're thinking about having two crews, right? We're looking at having two podcast lounges in the next one, right? Like it's uh, it is uh, an ever increasing and expanding. We're probably gonna have more, more than twenty thousand attendees in twenty twenty. So, uh, well, guys. It's been it's been a lot of fun. Uh, your kids and mine are waiting on us to go get on a plane <laughs> and get back home. I wonder if you have a final word. Final word as we round out this roundup and the final recording for 2019. Maybe we'll start with who's going to raise their hand. Final I'll, word, I'll, John Weaver. I'll yeah. give it a shot. Um, the final word is that we have a lot of knowledge. We're progressing quickly. Uh, it might become that these types of gatherings are a necessity if we really want to keep learning because there's there's just so many tools out there it's impossible to get through the press releases it's impossible to get through mm. all the articles and if you just you do your beeline walk spend three minutes at each booth that matters and, and then you got to go but it's the knowledge that flows through this room it's it's invaluable and it's gonna it's gonna increase the value of the industry over the next year because we've all just learned 20 things that we're yep. now going to apply yep. Yep. Uh, for me, it's really the fact that that innovation is not slowing down. We are speeding in a really good direction as coming off this week for in my in my mind, all the naysayers out there. Like you said, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see next year. I just can't. Oh, boy. I gotta tell you, I'm having a conversation back home with a fellow. His name is Kapona Ai, and he's a kumu. He's a priest. He's a Hawaiian priest elder. And uh, I asked him, uh, probably about a month prior to the show, I was thinking, would it be interesting to get uh, some perspective from um, ancient Hawaiian uh, society and uh, about renewable energies? And he started to have this really kind of nice dialogue with me about how the wind and the sun and the, the tides, they're, they're not just resources to be exploited, but they're a spirit. They're the spirit of our ancestors, or the spirit of our, our society, of, our, of humanity. And he said it in a really, I mean, a really genuine on point kind of way to the point where he said, if we want to continue this conversation, I want you to bring your daughter to our next chat. And, uh, and when I'm out here seeing all this innovation, all this technology, all this amazing, uh, you know, there's a lot of good feel. There's a spirit here too, right? And, you know, he's, he, I think he kept me kind of centered as I was watching it all that it's a much, much bigger picture. Mm. We're working towards the technology, save the planet to uh, do amazing things. And I, I just feel really privileged to have thought about that, to have that experience with him and to have seen it from that perspective. My final word is, uh, I'm going to take two words from you, actually. Okay. Yesterday, you, you taught me the Japanese word for saturated. <laughs> Zuke. Zuke. And I saw so many folks walking around here with Zuke. Right? Wait, I missed uh, that word. You got to teach me this. Yeah, you weren't here. That's uh, right. The lovely Lee Sam Pinkerton was here instead. <laughs> so Zuke means saturated. It's, yeah, uh -huh. yeah. It's the Japanese. They use it for pickle, right? Yeah. So it's like, but you can use it for any kind of thing. So you could say, "Hey, I am uh, technology Zuke." Jay just never gets out of. He's just completely saturated and pickled in a brine of technology, yeah. you know. And so Zuke is a fun word. Yeah, you're gonna be hiking Zuke soon. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm going to be beer zuke in about an hour. <laughs> but in the meantime, my other, my other final word is mahalo because I feel like there's, there's a lot of... Mahalo, I mean, aloha, a yeah. lot of love. Thank yeah. you all for uh, participating with us. Yep. <laughs> there's, a lot of, there's a lot of really amazing positive energy shared and transferred. And I, I'm constantly amazed in this setting, the... It's so energizing because we're surrounded by creators, right? Mm -hmm. 
I feel like in a, in a, in a sales sense and often in this, in this environment, we have to pull together because we're fighting a better fight, but we still get caught up in, uh, in the infighting, right? Who's better than whom? Um, and there's a lot of takers, right? You get in the, you get in the marketplace and it's all about the lowest price. And there's a lot of folks that just take, they take your energy, they take your money. Um, when we're in this space, I'm surrounded by givers and take and creators, and it reminds me that this industry was built on good ideas, right? So good fundamentals, yeah. And so, yeah. So, uh, in the in the truest sense of uh, of you know our brethren from Solar Coaster and Hawaii, mahalo, mahalo for um, for all that are headed back home, and um, and thank you to Sets. Solar Energy Trade Shows. Thanks to Sia and SIPA for hosting this event, for bringing us all together. We will be out in the, uh, in the regional shows in some form or other. So we look forward to seeing you out there. And certainly, we'll see you in Anaheim. Bring your kids. Get ready for Disneyland. We're going back to California, folks. Oh, yeah. We can say a mahalo and a hui ho until we meet again. Nice to meet you all. Have a great day.